The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit, and every one that does he prunes so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit. Because without me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire and they will be burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want, and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. (laughs) Brothers and sisters, In this morning's Gospel, Jesus gives this discourse about the vine and the branches, that he is the true vine and we are the branches. And this image that he uses, he says that we have to remain in him. And if we remain in him, we will bear much fruit. If we remain in him, we will bear much fruit. And so the question it begs about our own spiritual lives is, do we remain in Jesus? And what does that even mean? To remain in him. Remaining in him would mean that his life is constantly being poured into us. Nourished in our hearts. 
and reflected in our actions. His love poured into us, nourished in our hearts, reflected in our actions. And so we have to ask ourselves, what's in our hearts? Like what's in our hearts? What do we occupy ourselves with the most? Or what are our desires? What are the desires of our hearts? In the first letter of St. John, St. John writes, Let us love in word, not in word or speech, but in deed and truth. This is how we know that we belong to the truth. That we have to have confidence in God and receive from Him whatever we ask. And in the letters of St. John, he's always talking about how It's not we who have loved him, but he who has loved us. How do we know that we love him? By keeping his commandments. And so how do we remain attached to him so that his life continues to flow through us? And one of those ways, St. John says, is to keep his commandments. But there is that thing that comes before that, which is being open to him and receiving from him. And so we might ask ourselves, what occupies our minds? What takes up most of our mental energy each day? Remaining in Jesus means that every moment of every day we're pondering him in our hearts. You know, that's the goal. And it might seem like a really lofty goal, like every moment of every day to be pondering Jesus in our hearts. But if we think about our lives, we could ask ourselves, what do we ponder in our hearts every moment of every day? Because sometimes it's really easy to ponder and anticipate for an entire week, like the spring game. I know people who every single day check out what's going on. Football season doesn't start for a while, but the sports page like has all these articles all the time. Or we might ponder in our hearts every moment of every day the anticipation of watching the next film that's coming out, or a television show that we're following, or a novel that we're reading. Those things seem to rest within us, and it's easy for us to think about them. Sometimes we ponder in our hearts every moment of every day some resentment that we're holding against someone. Every single day it can be easy to think about, like my boss is such a blankety blank, blank, blank. 
It can be easy to think about that every day. Or it can be easy to think about a family member every day that we have a broken relationship with and, and we want to repair it, but we don't know how. Or it can be easy to think about somebody who's hurt us. And so we know we have the capacity to ponder something every moment of every day, or at least for a while every day. And when we ponder those lower things, it's reflected in our actions. It's reflected by the fact that we avoid those people that we have resentments against. Or it can be reflected by the fact that we feel really drawn down and we're kind of depressed all of the time. Or it can be reflected by the fact that we look zoned out all the time. And what our Lord calls us to, what our Lord came into the world for, is that he wants to be the preoccupation of our hearts. And remaining in him means that even in the midst of those difficult things that come to mind all of the time, There's another question. The question is, what is our Lord doing with this situation? And flipping that switch to remaining in Jesus can begin with something as simple as talking to him about the things that preoccupy our hearts. Turning to him and asking him, what are you doing with this situation at work? How can I learn from you here? If we're preoccupied with the fantasy of entertainment, Take a step back from that and just turn to him and say, Jesus, I'm really lonely. And I need you and I ask you to enter into my heart. When our hearts are purified, we learn the way of love. And the whole of the Christian life is about learning to be in love with Jesus. So much so that he becomes the thing that preoccupies our minds the most. that we would anticipate coming to receive him in the Eucharist or anticipate times of prayer. That our sufferings be transformed because they simply remind us of our need for him.
They remind us that he is the answer to every desire. And that is the path of conversion. To be converted from being attached to or preoccupied with the things of the world to be more preoccupied with the things of the Lord. And that conversion takes place over time. And the exhortation from Jesus today is that we remember that he is the source of everything in our lives, that without him we can do nothing. And so remaining in him means practicing the presence of God, being mindful of the fact that our Lord is always with us, cultivating an ongoing conversation with him, in our hearts that might look like, Jesus, you're welcome to watch the Husker game with me right now. Or you're welcome to visit my mother with me right now. Or you're welcome to cut the grass with me right now. Just whatever we're doing to do with the Lord. And what we find is that in spending time with him, in listening to him, We start to fall more in love with him, to be more preoccupied with him. And that's what brings much fruit. And we find ourselves being more loving, more peaceful, more kind, more generous. And so today, let us pray for the grace to be preoccupied with Jesus, that everything we do might begin with him and through him be happily completed. 